I'm Kevin Casey. I'm a professional mixed martial arts fighter. And right now, what I'm about to do is issue a warning out to all other competitors. I don't want overs. I just expect them to happen. Fatty's gonna fatty is real. I like wooden sides. Podcast. I am your host, Lance Fischel. Uh, we had an underwhelming, I would say, uh, end of the pay-per-view last week. Um, and we have possibly the worst card ever until next week. Uh, so a lot of fun stuff to talk about. Um, and I put my name as this rock bottom. And I, th- I mean, God, I hope so. I hope these next two weeks of the UFC schedule are rock bottom because I'm I'm finding I'm finding it hard to be worse. I guess we were pretty close to Wellington Terman being in a main event of a UFC card, but you know here we are. So we'll we'll break down UFC 271 before jumping into the card. But uh, Nushan, how are you doing today? I mean, I'm pretty sure we were talking about rock bottom a good three, maybe five weeks ago. So I mean, it's it's cyclical. <laughs> yeah, um, set many new lows over the past year. Uh, fucking bad yeah it's i mean it's really impressive if you think like think of like when we complained three years ago about bad cards and then compare that card to wellington Terman main event (laughs) (laughs) so close so close so yeah wes how are you doing you got the the purple thing on it's rocking and rolling man i I don't know bro the trees are growing i i I ordered a, a little shitty camera so uh, at least won't be purple here for too long. Uh, doing doing good, man. Um, yeah, staying staying busy. Little man's keeping me on my toes. Uh, yeah, cu- couple weeks out to to Vegas. So, uh, oh yeah, every, things are two looking weeks. up. Yeah, are, yeah. two weeks. Up. Yeah, it's. I'm leaving on. You get there Thursday, right? Yeah, I'm coming in Thursday. There's there's a bunch of us coming in Thursday. Yeah, more people are going in Thursday. I'm going in Friday. Just like I was in Vegas for six days in October, <laughs> so I think uh, I think three days is plenty. And then I go to Scottsdale right when I get back. So I went with the take, Friday first Monday. I'm taking as many days as I can get, bro. As as many <laughs> as I can get out the house as I can get. Well, my Scottsdale trip, I'm going right when we get back from Vegas. Like we get back Monday night, and I leave like Wednesday at like 7 a.m. But Helena's coming with me, so. It makes it, – it's easier. I couldn't do both by myself, and then I'd be yelled at and all that. But it's like a work trip, and we can bring a spouse on it. So it should be fun. It's like 80 in Scottsdale already, I think. So might even get some uh, chicken parm. Well, I mean, just don't <laughs> – just don't – watch your beer can on the green, bro. Just watch your <laughs> watch your fucking beer cans. That was a crazy tournament. Um, yeah, I've had – I, my last three weeks of golf – bets are almost impossible to believe with what I had on Sunday afternoon to what happened. It's I'm owed like two or three winners. You you are. I finally got one. Like I've had, I I think two guys going into the lead on Sunday already twice that just absolutely melted. Yeah. Finally got one, but yeah, you've had guys that like two or three dudes. Yeah. I had like three weeks in a row. I had a guy that had a minus sign next to his name on a Sunday and lost all three weeks. And this week I had I had Brooks and I had Brooks, Xander, Matsuyama, and Homa, who were all top six at one point on Sunday. Um, and then I had Spieth 
when I got beat by my boy Tom Hoagie. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then the week before that, I, I forget what it was. I had someone else. I think I had Rom uh, and someone else. And it was just – so anyway, we're due. It's Riviera week, so I'm happy. But we won't talk too much about golf. Brad, how are you doing today? Camera, is your internet improving? Um, it, It's Justin Trudeau's nope. fault. He, he came <laughs> in and, and he did some authoritarian marital law and uh, and he stole my internet. So if that's what's going on, it, it's, it's his this- fault. Wes, your camera's fixed. It goes yeah, in and out. For, for goes a couple in and out. seconds. It's got to be. Yeah, so I, I'm just, short. I'm just happy that that. I mean, I think I said it last week, man. These, these truckers up there showing y'all what freedom looks like. It's just, it's a wonder, it's a wonderful thing, man. Pretty freedom awesome. costs a buck oh five. I mean, I love, I love that that we're the ones that are bankrolling most of it. It shows you how how. How much our freedom from America can extend? You want to spread your freedom yeah. all around all our around the world. <laughs> oh, Wes, you saw we have great timing for our Vegas trip, right? Uh, they dropped the mask mandate six days ago. Yeah, I mean, that was going to be. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm trust happy. me. When you are in Vegas, out in a casino for fourteen hours drinking, the last thing you want in your face is a mask. Is a mask. <laughs> <laughs> I did that for six days. It was not good. <laughs> This is wonderful news. <laughs> I'm, I'm getting uh, I'm getting new AI implanted tomorrow, so I'm gonna be uh gonna be chipped up. But my I'm getting my chip boosted uh, tomorrow. So I mean, you know, is, this, is this your four G or your five G or your six? This is this is six. Like I'm literally gonna count the, counting cards. I'm literally gonna be able to see through the cards. <laughs> no like, stopping you. Oh God, I'm excited for <laughs> Vegas. It should be fun. I, I went to Fremont Street. Um, last time in a, it was the last night I somehow got dragged to Fremont Street. I was on, I was at like Three Queens, which is like the worst casino maybe in Vegas, in Old Vegas and Fremont Street at one in the morning. And I, I would swear to God, I was playing craps with homeless people. Like it was like me and my buddies and like three or four homeless people. I think I staked a guy $50 by accident. It was not a good I night. Mean, how else is a, a homeless people person supposed to get a house in Vegas? You gotta go, you gotta go make that money real quick. Nobody's gonna hire them. I do what you got to do. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, if anyone's in Vegas uh, while we're out there, let us know. Um, all right, let's uh, go ahead and jump into UFC 271 last week. You're, um, you're over oh, the AIDS, Lance? Yes, I I was fine. Um, I was not sick, but I'm sure I will be soon. Also, just because it's a ticking jump, time bomb. Before we jump into the recap, uh, talk about Sean. Oh, yes. Um, I, I tweeted it yesterday, and I know a bunch of us tweeted it, but for you guys who have been long-term listeners, our former co-host, uh, Sean Baby Dick Carey, um, he's, he actually has cancer right now, and he's fighting cancer, and is, because of the great American healthcare system, when you get cancer, despite yeah. having insurance, um, you get absolutely buried. So he, he, he did have to start a GoFundMe. He's self-employed. He owns a tattoo shop, um, so it's not like a company's insurance thing. He's, he's recovering and, you know, he's, he's going through chemo and all that good stuff, but he does have a lot of bills. So he has to go fund me. So I tweeted that out. I'll tweet it again. Um, and maybe we'll put it in the show link this week, uh, when we tweet it out as well. So if you do have some, some spare change, some money you want to donate, it would be greatly appreciated. And like I said, for you longtime listeners, Sean was a co-host for probably five years, uh, on the MMA analysis. Um, he's the one that had the crickets in his house where he was just crushing some heaters, um, that was Sean. So if you do some money, um, please help out. 
No, Sean right. is in his forties now. Yeah, is he's he? not thirty. Oh, yeah, yeah, he, yeah he's he's my yeah. age. Hmm. Yeah, I'm just a young pup. You know, how, how pumped are you to to see the the full head tattoo once he once he loses the hair though? I don't know. I don't know if we'll ever see. He probably wears a hat. Bam, bam, Bigelow, baby, just. I can't wait, man. I asked him how it's going not being able to smoke cigarettes was the first question I think I asked him. That guy. Dipping like a motherfucker. Just in and in all day. Yeah, I don't think dipping would be good for his situation. No, not going to be your throat either, but. So, um, but yeah, if you guys, if you guys do have some spare money and, and want to donate, please, please do that. We'd really appreciate it. All right. Now let's move over to UFC 271. We'll go through this rather quickly. Um, there were some okay moments, I guess, but I don't know. The main event just, it wasn't the Comey that sucked. It was just the main event. Comey sucked for me. Um, but as far as one fun fight, the main event was brutal. We'll get into it in a minute. Uh, starting the heavyweight division, we had Maxim Grishin defeating our boy, Thick Willie, <laughs> who was... <laughs> He was super thick. Super thick. <laughs> that, this that, was, that, that was that a was bloated Willie. He that did. Was, he, that was an STI in there. Not good. He did not do the hog weight cut. This this no. fight. That's for no. sure. That that thing at least drains fifteen pounds. So <laughs> that was that was not good. Grishin's not very good. He didn't really do it. And the fight was absolutely brutal. Willie didn't attempt to win the fight at any no. moment. Like usually, if you see a guy miss weight by ten pounds. And like Willie, he's not like this great cardio guy. He usually, come, you got to come out like a bat out of hell and try to win the fight. And he decided it's gonna hang out. Yeah, he, <laughs> he didn't he even looked, try and like hold him up against the cage or no. anything. That was that was coasting for three rounds. Yeah, that he, was bad. He, he legit showed up to take a short notice fight to look good for the UFC yeah. and get a check real quick. Thanks, absolutely. That was that I mean the the dude. I think he said on his Instagram though that he still cut like twenty pounds, twenty something pounds like that in like two weeks or something. Like he yeah, still he cut like a ton of weight. Yeah, or something like that. Yeah. Yep. He's thick. He's he's not a short notice uh, uh, opponent. He uh, he needs some some time to get that hog down. Highly. He might, he might want to get less fat just for for the future. Yeah, right, he uh, uh, he looked pretty soft. He, he did look soft. He did not look good in any way. Um, welterweight division, Jeremiah Wells defeated Mike. I don't even remember his name. Who gives a shit? Technical submission round one. Um, Wells looks pretty good. The guy's fighting has no ground game. No, but Wells, he's a, looks he's like, a kickboxer. He I looks mean. the part. Wells looks the part. He, he seems like he's got some skills. Yeah. Well, be interesting I, to see I what mean, he does. I mean, he, he beat Marley on a debut and then performed yeah. like this. Like he, I'm, yeah. I'm intrigued. Like dude's yeah. got some skills. He's good. I'm, I'm more impressed by the Warley win than this one. Yeah, uh, I, yeah. most definitely. He, he actually struggled quite a bit to do that based on, like, the guy he was fighting was just a pure kickboxer who had trained MMA for, like, two weeks. Yeah, but he's still got to finish early, look good. He did, he did what he has to do. He That's now has um, just as many finishes as Bobby Green does in the last <laughs> decade in that one fight. He actually has more finishes than Bobby Green in his UFC career of two fights than Bobby has in his last 15. So he's got that going for him already. All right, let's move on now to the next fight, as which was this was an amazing fight. Uh, Douglas Silva de Andrade versus Sergey Morozov. Um, submission second round. I, I was on the show last week. I don't know what you guys bet. I had I had Andrade as a full bet here, plus one ninety five. That was just an absolutely insane line. Even when he was getting pounded out and just embarrassed in that first round, I was like, this guy is such a fucking lunatic. If you don't get him out of there, like fucking watch out. 
and then just came back in, in round two and just demolished him. And a lot of people were complaining that he went for the sub and he should have kept pounding him. It's hard for those guys not to do what they always do. Right. And I think his jitsu is good enough where he, you know, he made the call. I know with, with Dubronx, that's what he does most of the time too, you know, throughout he'll grab a neck and a lot of guys are like that, but hell of a win. I mean, that was, that was solid. I'll always take a plus 195 early in the card. Yeah. I was too big of a pansy. I think I was the only one that didn't bet him. I, I picked oh. him, but I didn't bet him. I would have talked to you. How do you pick? All right. <laughs> God damn it, Lance. I thought you I pick master. because I pick him in Tout Master. Just because I because I'm not gonna bet everybody every dog that I pick in Tout Master. But you picked him to win. You thought he would win the fight. I thought there was a chance that he did, but I bet 51%? other shit on that shit. You thought he would card. win. Yeah, so fifty one. That, that value was just yeah. Yeah, now, now, you, now you can get his I, I was worried he was going to get old. The dude is like 36, 36. He probably yeah. literally torched three toilets in that building yeah, before he came out. Like, he was pissing fucking. He had armpit pain. Yeah, I didn't figure that one out. Uh, it's so. almost my fault because I 100% would have talked you into making that yeah, the probably. consensus pre show. Yep. Well, we would have done. We would have done Thick Willy as Munich. Sadly. Yeah, and then we, we would have bet on Draws for consensus, and we would have won another consensus. So really, yeah. you kind of cost us bad last Or we would have done our last key decision, but Lance wouldn't have let us do that. No, he wouldn't have let us do that. So Why would I do that? Because it's a winner. I don't, I'd rather not win than play a decision prop. I'm no pussy. That's why you're that game. amazing gambler. I don't do that. That's how easy MMA what, is what to are... beat. Lance will will not take decisions and overs on principle and still, still win. And and it, makes it's money. It's been one of the best bets. Year. It's been one of the best bets you can make in like the past two years. We'll get there. Nah, yeah. can't do it. What if he catches him? <laughs> those, those are heavyweights in there. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, moving on. Uh, Jacob Malkoon defeated AJ Dobson. Just I, I could barely pay attention. This was. This was dreadful. I have nothing to add here. Nothing. Man, he's boring. It was not good. I did not. Dobson not should have done better. That was yeah. not a good Mal- look. Yeah, Mal- I did. I did not enjoy that. Um, Bantamweight division. Ronnie Warrens defeated uh, Martinez. Decision 29-27-27-29-28. Um, Warrens looked good till he didn't. Um, kind of scary what happened that Got third a little round. sketchy. I. Uh, yeah. That wasn't cool. Um, I didn't. I didn't I, like props. I gave him props for like staying Survive. in that though. A lot of dudes would have been done. Like he was, was done. Pretty, well, not just staying in it, but like actually fighting back. And taking over. I mean, he took he took back over. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. That was that was impressive. Lawrence, Lawrence to me seemed. I was shocked. That guy never wrestled. He didn't even wrestle in high school. Like it's weird how good of a wrestler he is. Uh, but he seems to have mastered MMA wrestling, and his striking I actually thought looked. A little bit better in the first two rounds. This guy's he can put it together, and it'd be interesting to see, especially in those lower weights. Like, how does he do against actual like big time wrestlers, like the division one guys and the really strong wrestlers in the division? Like, if he's not able to get fights to the ground or kind of you know dictates where it goes, but he does seem like he has a good skill set. Does still worry me about his wrestling credentials being a wrestler, but he looks pretty good. All right, uh, moving on. Like heavy division, Carlos Olberg defeated uh, Fabio Sarant. I took a shot on Sarant sub. I felt like I just had yeah, to. Yeah, well, all uh, these guys almost talked me into taking yeah. that last week, and I dodged yeah. that one. <laughs> I, I, well, it's funny. I had, I had Snell uh, sub, 
at like 11 to one or something like that. And then that got knocked off and I was like, fuck it. I'll just do Charant sub. Cause I was looking at that anyway. Um, not great. O- Oberg is just brutal to watch. Like the, the oh, Lawrence fight was exactly. decent, but there was some bad fucking fights on this card. Like, Man, there, there was there was like five or six unwatch like four or five unwatchable fights on this card. Geraint just didn't want to fight, and Alberg was like, "Oh, I tried to smash a dude last time, couldn't get it out of there, and almost died as a result. So I'm just gonna fucking coast." And Geraint wasn't gonna do anything about it. Sucked. Fights sucked. Bad. bad. Yeah, so bad. I thought I thought we sneaked in a really good prop there, and. And just that guy's not even trash. close. He is trash. No, no fat parlay. Nope. <laughs> All right. Next, uh, we go to bantamweight. Kyler Phillips defeated Marcelo Rojo. Uh, triangle armbar, third round. Everyone kind of stepped back off the Phillips hype train, I would say. But you know, the fight, even though he's, he's not facing a, a good guy, but he has the skill set that this guy has. Like this guy, sometimes you get a loss earlier in your career, but. Phillips just seems like the goods to me. Like when I watch him, like just how he does things, his striking, his wrestling, his jiu-jitsu, everything else. Like Phillips just, he seems like he's got it. We'll see what he does when he steps up again. But Phillips just seems like he's he's got the everything you need to be a top 10 guy. I felt like he could have grappled earlier in this fight. He probably could have finished it a lot sooner. Probably. Uh, but he's, he's fun on the feet. Obviously, he'll have to... Uh, tame the spinning shit uh, a bit once he he steps up in competition but yeah he still throws fucking wicked strikes and and has i mean i guess we'll see what that cardio is like because it, it wasn't too much look, coming coming back the other way it, it looked look like right. it held up a little a little better for sure when there's a little more resistance yeah. i guess we'll find out but he's got unreal skills yeah. i mean his bad fight was going a little too nuts and beating the shit out of uh, top 15 flyweight yeah. where he should have got a draw. A 10-8, yeah, and a draw. Uh, yeah. And ended up getting a loss. And, and that's his bad performance. Yeah, so, well, it's it's hard maybe. to... It, well, I think, you know, he beats a guy in Song Yadong who's just good, and then he loses the Paiva fight. Everyone was like, what? <laughs> so it was kind of just... It was confusing. But sometimes, sometimes you need that to kind of help you, you know, in your career early on that you can't just do the same exact thing and go balls to the wall and everything else. So I think Phillips will be good. I, I'm still pretty high on him. Um, all right. Women's flyweight case on the other defeated Roxanne Montefiore. Everyone acted like Montefiore is some fucking legend. I, I don't understand. Um, she sucks. She's always sucked. She's never been good. And there's now one less women's fighter on the roster. So yeah. Uh, you, you wish, you know, they're replacing her instantly. Um, yeah, this uh, O'Neill is, Terrible. Okay, I guess. Uh, Modafari likes getting punched in the face, and the judge who scored it for Modafari needs to be shot. That was bad. Had He had back-to-back fucking that, banger scorecard. What else did he have? Dude's a literal rocket one. scientist with fucking had judged like six UFC fights, but he's an actual rocket scientist. <laughs> yeah. And had like two of the worst cards you'll ever see in your life. I think Aaron said that he was. He sent us the thing that said he was a rocket scientist. <laughs> yeah, no, a little, just because just because you're smart in your day job doesn't mean you fucking can obviously yeah. judge fights. It's brutal. The fight sucked though. Like, yeah. I guess to me, it's like when a fight is that bad. I maybe I just don't pay attention enough to give a shit what the judges say. I it's so bad. I mm-mm. 
All right. Let's move up. Heavyweight division. Speaking of bad, Andre Arlovsky defeated Jared Vandera. Split decision. Um, Arlovsky is tur- – he might be the most unwatchable person in the sport at this point. <laughs> That's because you haven't been green. betting him by decision like the other two like, guys on the take, podcast take, every fucking fight. Take betting. Take betting out of it. Just watching – You could not take betting out of it because you wouldn't but, watch two-thirds of these fights if yeah. there was no betting going on. True, but – can you think of – is there a more boring fighter that we have to watch more often than Andrzejewski? I thought Bobby Green was the yeah, most boring fighter. No, I never said Bobby Green was the most boring fighter. I said Bobby Green objectively sucks at fighting. <laughs> that is a big difference. I didn't say he was boring. I said he sucks at fighting. Arlovsky also sucks Fair. at fighting, but he's old and people don't act like he's good. But, man, Arlovsky to me – is the hardest guy in the UFC to watch. I can't think Adesanya because his fights are 10 minutes longer. You had three fucking bangers on this card, Daylance. This card, this card this was This so was specifically for you, this card. This was your Valentine's Day present from the UFC. I bet on Adesanya, um, so I was okay with the result, but I watched that guy fight, and I am just miserable. Every second I watch Adesanya fight is punishment. I go, I paid for this. That's all I, I think. I enjoy him I more because he annoys the fuck out of you. He's he that, uh, that is the most enjoyable thing about Adesanya to me. But yes. Why do people think he's a fun fighter? Like Wes you used to like Adesanya. I assume you hate him now because you know you get it. <laughs> he you there's no way to watch that fight and most of his fights and go, yeah, this is fun. This is the goods. Like this is what I pay for. I love this. This is dancing, jabbing, I- sparring. I enjoy watching Adesanya, but, but like, I wouldn't prefer to be watching that. It's like, there's definitely, yeah, you, you would prefer the, whoever he's fighting to actually want to engage and fight. And, and then it would be a fun Adesanya a, fight. You, can, you cannot blame the worst guy. You can't blame the challenger who's not as good. Yeah, they got to go. Not, yeah, well, they bring it. Fucking Why does Adesanya not think he has to fight? I don't, because it's worked so sparring? far. Because it's worked so far. Oh. It's fine. He did well, it against we, Romero, and we he did on it the on this fight. Why are we putting him on pay-per-views? Put him on, like, can we bring back, like, Facebook fights and let him fucking headline that? Oh, I love that on, on the Facebook. Lance is so oh, salty right that he absolutely mopped the floor with his buddy fucking Lil Drunk. He I, is so no. salty. No. You hate you hated him. It was bad. It was bad yeah. before then, but you've taken it to another level since no, he yeah. absolutely waxed. What your is buddy. one? Thi- what's something that happened since that fight? What has happened since that fight? What, Brad? You answer this. Since the Costa fight, how would you describe Adesanya? Is that uh, did he lose to Jan after that fight? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take that, that one was, out. Let's look, that let's look at his last two titles. That was fun, yeah. I enjoyed Let's that. look that at his last fun. two title defense. What's the difference of his last two title offense? And then I mean, if, if Vittori had more than four brain cells, he, he might have been knocked out in that fight. But he has an absolute meathead. So, since the, my since favorite the part of that fight, one. Oh, go ahead. You're delayed. It's making it very hard for us. <laughs> We're not trying to interrupt you. Um, so the last 50 minutes I have watched of Adesanya in this division – have been 50 minutes of absolutely fucking nothing. Nothing. I don't know if there was 10 exciting seconds in the last 50 minutes of this guy. 
I, I know I you would much that. rather him take he be a wrestler and take him down and hump him on the ground, but unfortunately, I do get that. But like, then what do we say about Whitaker? Like, you're a bum. You're boring. Bring the fight. You're fighting. The hilarious fight thing is, then, then like, like fucking Vittori. You're an idiot. You're a bum. You're fighting for a no title. one finishes Vittori. No one finishes fucking barely anybody fight. finishes Whitaker. Nobody finishes Yolo. Izzy's the only guy that finishes I know. Whitaker. Yeah, that was bef- that was that was before. Now Adesanya has no interest in fighting. He doesn't try to hurt, hurt people. He does nothing, and then he talks I mean, up the fight. Like you know who's going to prime I do, Anderson? I do agree that that he is. Uh, uh, he doesn't go for the shit he used to now. Yeah. that he's got the belt and shit. And I get it. I get why too. Like one too much knock, money, one knockout loss, and he's literally like Dana's like that ah, already I happened. I don't, well, he's, I don't know if he's, he's got a great show. chin though. Like, yeah, he's. I mean, he has been knocked out before that. in kickboxing. Like, I don't. I don't get yeah, why he doesn't get. I don't get why he doesn't get a little bit of props. He lost to Jan, but he did have the balls to go up and fight some big fucking. He also dude won two and, rounds and take the fight. <laughs> like, who else is doing that? People are running from fights like that. I know. And, everyone, and, and, and hey, Lance, I guarantee you, Okay, Lance, can we have a bet so, that the next fight that he has, if it's against Cannoneer, it'll be a fun fight because yeah, Cannoneer is not going to fucking seven and a half minutes. That's what I'm saying, man. He's going to Cannoneer is going to grab his crystals, get in that cage, and run towards Adesanya, and Adesanya is going to light him the fuck up, and it's going to be awesome. Cannoneer is going to destroy. Destroy him. <laughs> oh, Bradley. Oh, Bradley. Anyway, enough about Adesanya. You guys just yeah. admit to me there's no way to enjoy his last two fights. Even we're, gonna a enjoy, minute. we're gonna enjoy his next I, fight. I will. I will say he hasn't been as 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 enjoyable no. these past couple fights. Absolutely not. No yeah. enjoyment. That was so. Pain. Like, I, yeah, let's just talk about the main event now since we're doing. We it. already did. Um, it's over. We I know, already I know, did. I know, I know. <laughs> but it's like. He had his one good round, and by one good round, I mean one good punch. One punch. And then and then he did not land a hard punch for the next 20 minutes. Legitimately. I mean... He sucks. I mean, I mean Whitaker wasn't near him the whole time. He was running. So, one thing I'll say about this Adesanya run, and people acting like he's the greatest 185 and blah, blah, blah. What's the <clears throat> the one biggest difference now of 185? 185 used to be like a grappler's paradise. When you looked at all the great guys at 185 from the past, you know, decade or so, you had Chael, guys like Rockhold, guys like Weidman. There are no fucking good grapplers wrestlers in the entire division. So maybe that's another reason I just can't like respect Izzy's besides the boring part, respect his greatness. He hasn't faced a good grappler, and it's not his fault. There are none. Weidman probably I, still the I, best I grappler at 185. That, I don't think you can say the middleweight's a grappler's division. Like it went from Anderson no. Silver from forever. But that, yeah. but after Anderson, that run, guys. Yeah, I know, but it changed hands. Like nobody really held the title. Nobody held it. Time. Like Weidman no. won the rematch, and They're, then. <laughs> but the champions and top level guys for a decent period of time were wrestlers. They were grapplers. Those kind of guys. 185 now is just. I mean, it's kind of shitty for one. When Marvin Vittori's top three in a division, you got a fucking problem. Steve, <laughs> uh, I, I think our boy Steve's on the right track. He uh, he's saying Andre Muniz will be the guy to get in. You know, I, I like that. Yeah. Never know. Confirm, confirm, there you go, a grappler. Confirm, well, I think he's coming back. Comparing <laughs> Izzy already to like Anderson, not like oh, forget forget Anderson's run. Just the way he he beat guys. 
Like, there's no comparison at this point, man. Like, I, I love Izzy. Stop with that shit. Like, Anderson was just, he was different, man. He, he's, you, he's fucking probably top three all time. Like, Anderson yeah. had some snoozer fights. He had too. some bad yeah, he, he, he had some of the most memorable finishes that this sport has ever yeah, seen. 100%. Izzy but is he nothing. also had some snoozers. Yeah. Yeah. Could you he did nothing but, as well. The thing is, he had those snoozers, and then he had a couple fights where yeah. they were just like he he bounced back from them. They were incredibly epic. Yeah, Izzy, and yep. Izzy still Izzy needs to do that. that part. I mean, Izzy yeah. had he a did war, fight of the year candidate with Gastelum. Yeah. Then he had a snoozer against fucking Romero. Then he what wiped the floor with fucking Paulo Costa, and then he went so up snoozer, and, and then blah, he said snoozer, snoozer. More snoozers than nothing. He's, he's got to do Anderson. He's got to. I mean, he he absolutely destroyed time. Brunson. Like, do you want? He destroyed a bunch of people, man. <laughs> when yeah, he, so when he fight... now he needs his Chael. Yes. Can we agree with one thing? Prime juiced up Chael Sonnen absolutely murders Adesanya, where he would retire from the sport in the cage. Oh in the cage, that man retires. He could have fifty to one testosterone, and he's he's folding Look like what a he cheap did to chair, like think- a cheap cha- in the second fight. He folded like a cheap chair, and that's yeah. who Chael is when he, he's got nothing. You know what? Going. He, he threw First a Anderson. disc out. He threw a disc out when he threw that spinning back fist. Um, so whatever happened he after that hurt. didn't count. Injury. What a fraud! He's throwing a back Injury. fist against Anderson Silva, and then just fucking <laughs> is he shows, talk about a quitter. Shows how much his game evolved. Rockhold's coming back. Weidman's coming back. Got it. <laughs> Mendez is coming back. Frankie's gonna fight again. Mendez is coming back this weekend. John Fitch is coming back. <laughs> Dude, could you imagine for one second if Koscheck went up to 185 and fought out of Sonya? Yes, I can. Yes, I that eye is gonna get knocked to fucking straight. Could you even Kos- imagine? Koscheck would look like a jockey on a horse. He I'll say this. I hate. Cam's at Russian number seven. He absolutely obliterates Izzy. Not competitive. Oh, God. <laughs> Not competitive. Any grappler is fucking Izzy. Just uh, fucking him. Now, Fuck that now, guy. Now Lance is, is loving the the greatest ever. That's I'll take a semi-decent grappler over Izzy. He just hasn't fought one yet. And he might I mean, not ever. The guy the guy's Let pretty not. He's pretty damn tough to get and hold down at 185. Like, I, I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna fight Cannoneer, and then he's gonna go up to 205 again and try to win the. Ball All right, there. Brad, stick with me for a second. Bo Nickel versus Adesanya next week. Who wins? <laughs> Obviously, Bo. Obviously. <laughs> you think Bo's gonna stop that takedown, or hey, is he gonna West, stop the Bo takedown? West, oh, how, how many Bo's do you know that lose? Come on. <laughs> Bo Nickel God, would absolutely. <laughs> Literate Adesanya tomorrow. Adesanya's going to go up to 205 and then he doesn't have to face any grapplers again and it's going to be awesome. What if Vader comes back? I know. He looked looked good in that five-rounder, that's for sure. Hey, we can. I hope hope Adesanya fights Glover. It won't happen. It'll be too... Glover's going to be drinking a beer in a in a rocking chair when that happens. Could you happens. imagine what Paul, the Bear Jew, Craig would do to Adesanya if he came in that weight class? Woo! Who's he fighting next? He's got a fight. It's someone that's... Oh, Krylov. Krylov, that's yeah. who he's fighting. Good stuff. Munich. 
All right, uh, we'll quickly go through the rest. Sorry about that. Bobby Green defeated Nazareth Hackpress. Everyone thinks he's fucking Muhammad Ali Bobby now. Bobby goat. Green is easy top oh, five oh, 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 or top oh, five lightweight. Oh, we just gonna skip over Goat Arlovsky? We already talked about it. We said he was the boringest fighter of all time, no, and that's how yeah, Lance talked about. You Lance did. talked, you talked about, it. about Arlovsky. Plenty. I think, I think Brad had a few words for Goat Arlovsky and the decision Boring. machine. I mean. What was the? Did they publish the paydays for this one? Because they weren't in Nevada. They never. They don't do that shit anymore. He makes like five hundred k a fight. I know he's, it's incredible. He's, he's still like two fifty or something like that. He's living the life. I mean, every MMA fighter should aspire to be Andre Arlovsky. No argument. As yeah. a fan, don't like it. <laughs> I mean, you have to bet plus money on these decisions. Then exactly. it's like you would hate it. Feels great. No, you wouldn't. You hate it a lot less. A lot of, lot of wins. Lot of, lot it's of like the women wins. overs I used to bet. I'd bet it because like either a woman, woman gets finished or I make some money. So at least I'm hedging my bets there. <laughs> anyway, wow. moving up to Bobby Green. Like uh, abusing women, huh? Or yep. seeing women abused. Not, I, there not, we go, Brad. We got John there. John does we not got there. abuse women. He Sometimes. just likes to see them abused on TV. Sometimes. Um, so on to Bobby Green, um, everyone's favorite fighter, Bobby Green, Bobby Green with that win moves to zero ranked wins in his career. He now is at zero ranked wins in his whole career. Um, he did break against the realtor, his decision streak at 11. And now, now he's getting a fucking fight versus top five guy. So Congrats, and he's Bobby never Green. going to have a ranked win because he's going to lose <laughs> this, and never. he's going to fight an unranked person after this. <laughs> it's it's almost imp- it's almost impressive for a guy to be in the UFC for this long, like ten years or whatever, basically be twenty fifth, let's say somewhere around there, and his entire career never beat a ranked fighter. I was saying before the show, Bobby Green's best win ever is Nazrat Hackbarast. <laughs> That's his best win of all time. Fucking swallow that, Bobby. Lance loves him, somebody green as you can. Oh, he loves him. Number one I don't fan. I like him. During the fight, I was watching with my dad, and I was like, I, I like watching Bobby Green fight, but I hate when people act like he's good. I never said he was boring. You misinterpreted that. I said he sucks, and I said he objectively sucks. It's not a subjective we, argument. It's we're not talking about Bobby, Bobby Green, Green anymore. Sucks. We're going to talk about him next week, so we can we can talk more about him then. I will talk about also, that line's going to be like fucking minus 800. Are yep. you, you going to bet Bobby Green? No. Are you going to, y'all, you're, so I'm, I might have to take some big that dog is money. That is a complete waste of money. I will take, I will take mac and cheese probably inside. He's going to get us up. Yes. Yes. You know what? Right. I'm going to take, Let me see just, just so Lance can be really wrong, I'm going to take Bobby Green in round four. At plus three? Yeah, or Bo- Bobby Green's going to finish an active fighter who's not a realtor. I, Good one. I know. It's great. <laughs> Good one. All right. We got to go through these quick. Um, yep. We're behind, but this has been fun. Uh, Renato Moicano defeated Alex Hernandez by submission. I was off on this one. I, I had Hernandez here. I thought after that first round that Hernandez was going to start cruising, honestly. Like, he started stuffing the takedowns. He got up. He was landing some shots. Moicano was breathing pretty heavy. looked a little tired. And then just – I didn't I didn't see Moicano catching him and just fucking flooring him like that. But that, that's a good win. Yeah, that was awesome. I mean, yeah, Moicano, yeah, he he looked like uh, Hernandez kind of figured it out in the last couple of minutes of the first round, but 
man, in the pocket, Moicano's striking yeah. was absolutely landing on him good. every time. Yeah, he's looked her, good. I know Hernandez isn't some kind of world beater, but I, I thought Moicano looked because I think it was a couple years ago we were all kind of like, oh, is Moicano as good as we thought? I don't think so, but like he seems yeah, to be getting better. Yeah, yeah that his, chin. His chin held. That up. chin's the only liability. He's got a lot of skills. If it's not, yeah, he look he looks like a fucking top fiver if he's like the yeah. chin holds. It's he's it's going insane. wild on the mic after, which you don't really expect from that dude. Yeah, yeah. that was that was a good yeah. interview. Sean, you're missing all these comments. Do I have to read them? Do you put them on the screen? I don't know how. Yeah. Uh, this one? We're on it. We're on it. I'm pretty platform. sure you like that one. Yeah. <laughs> well, not, <laughs> got a new platform this week, folks. Yeah, not not that one. Uh, not we got Hyper one. Blue. Man, I uh, missed Sean's movie breakdowns. Oh, these are old. I thought I thought I was sort of assumed you've read these already. Yeah, but I don't. I can't just read all the comments. I think the whole purpose of the system is you click on it so people see it. Right. Yeah. Her, I, I try to keep, gonna, keep it relevant. Hernandez is going to struggle against anybody that's willing to throw back at him. He's a, he's a can crusher. He's a front yeah, exactly. runner. He up shitty guys, and he doesn't win against decent fighters. The yeah. old Dr. Endine, right on point, as always. That's right. Yep. All right, um, middleweight, Jared Cannonier defeated Derek Brunson. Knockout. I had Cannonier inside on this one, even through the first round. You could see just the life and energy draining out of Derek Brunson, even when he was in a dominant position. Um, I thought Canada's interview was great after that's what you fucking do. Like get in Dana's face. Um, basically I'm taking that next fight, but I, I don't know. I don't know how much of a chance he has against Adesanya, obviously. Like we'll, we'll see, but good win. And he did what he had to. It's good to see a guy like that. Who's, you know, he's had an interesting career from the heavyweight and losing a bunch of fights to coming back. And I think he's like 37, 38 and finally getting the title shot. Like it's got some Glover on him. I don't know. We'll see. How great would it be if Canyon A fucking knocked that out of Sonya, though? I mean, that would be not obviously to the Du Bronx Glover level, but that'd be pretty up there as, as hilarious and awesome. Yeah, I think a lot of us have, have won some money on, on the, the Crystal Man. Um, yeah, QAnon. This, this was always going to be how it goes. Like, Brunson is takedown or bust, and that gas is on empty really quick. I mean, you it, when even when he fought Till, like... Till fucking kind of had a resurgence in like round four, I think, in that fight. Like that's not a good look. So I mean, Cannoneer was 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 going to be the play. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And then the against Izzy, huh? What? What's that? Plus two fifty against Izzy. Who is? Cannoneer. It'll be bigger than that. I but inside distance round one, it'll be huge. It's going to be beautiful. There you go. All right. Um, and then, sadly, the last fight we'll talk about tonight, Tai Tuivasa proves he's top five in the division. Get the fuck out of here. He is not. You know who? He uh, wasn't, like, and he is not. I don't care what it says. I think, I think he's third. My favorite part of the he new is. rankings was um, it was good to see Curtis Blades jump Derek Lewis in the rankings. <laughs> if only they could fight to prove who the best fighter is. That would be great. Maybe they'll fight one day. Uh, um, man, I got to – you don't see – like there was two or three moments in that fight where anyone I've ever fit, seen fight Derek Lewis dies. The the shots he went – the couple shots he landed with – Yes. Yeah. Those were fight ending. That guy – that might be the best chin I've ever seen. Not just because – it wasn't like the flushest shots I've ever seen, but when guys get hit like that from Derek Lewis, they go to sleep. They just do. And then 
right before Lewis got finished, like he had that flush. Like I thought that was going to be a fight ending sequence. Like I got to give it to Tui Foss. This guy is marketable as shit. People keep talking about he should get the title shot. Like don't waste what he's doing right now. Like, don't do that. Give him another Set striker. up against some bums that he can knock you out. want him to fight shitty fighters. Yeah. Well, and now he can't fight shitty fighters per se, but I don't think he should get a title shot right now. This is a guy that can main event a fight night card right now. And, you know, as much as I hated seeing my boy Derek Lewis go down, it's Wes's fault, by the way. Um, I like Tui Vasa, man. Like, say what you want about the guy, but he is a impressive streak he is on right now. Yep. Any any time uh, Derek Lewis is going to fight a guy with a chin and knockout power, I will throw a dart on that guy because nobody wants to exchange with fucking Derek Lewis for good reason. But he if did. you have a stupid chin, like very few do, yeah. and have some power, you you can crack him back. He he doesn't like to be hit that much. He doesn't. He's always been like that. Like yeah. The he, big... Hey, Derek Lewis engaged more in that fight than I. I don't got two probably any, probably trip, any trip fight he's ever been in. Like he yep. went for it. Like <laughs> that's he where should. he fucked up. It's because he was fighting. It's because he was fighting in Houston, but he, he shouldn't fight in Houston because he no. always fucking loses there. Um, man, I I went in there though. Like Greg Hardy rocked Tuivasa before he got yeah. knocked out. Like he fucking hurt him. Couldn't and like, put him like up, though. if Greg Hardy can hurt this guy. If if fucking Derek Lewis is landing and man, Lewis hurt him. him. That that was he, that he was did crazy. hurt him. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think I think yeah, he's he got him a little bit. Yeah. There's two ways to kind of look at a chin to me. There's the chin where you take a shot and you don't react. Those kind of guys, right? You just take whatever. It's it's no fucking big deal. And then you got guys like Frankie Edgar, right? The recovery yeah. chins, like yeah. Frankie in the Maynard fights and all his other fights where he's basically six feet under and is like, but I'm back. Like, that's Tui Vasa because Tui Vasa was hurt bad. Like, early on, the, against the fence, one of the shots Derek Lewis hit against the fence, like, that was just a fight-ending shot. There's no doubt about it. And this motherfucker just gets up. Like, props to him. Like, I don't know who he'll fight next, but, I mean, he's he's on the brink of, like, I'm not going to say, like, superstar or anything like that, but he's on the brink of probably with how the UFC is nowadays. He's probably going to be, like, a top 10, 15 most fighter in the UFC, which is insane. Did you see this this fucking bum ass Dana White saying they he did a shoey with him after the fight? Fake shoey. It, it was a fucking like plastic fucking shoe with a fucking tip on it and shit. Yeah. I'm like, get the fuck out of here, man. No, I, I wouldn't be doing that shit myself. Don't get me wrong, but yeah, don't act like I'm back here doing shoeys with my new my new money train. I'm gonna pay fifty k. <laughs> you know. Uh, top five is over, Lance. Tuivasa was ranked what? Fucking tenth, eleventh. That um, shit's over. That's I just checked the rankings. Tuivasa is ranked number third, number three, third. Yeah, it was, it was my, it here. was my fault, man. In no what? world, in no world should I ever thought I was going back to back on winning. Yeah, Derek like, Lewis fights. Lewis's greatness was because of Wes's doubt. <laughs> same oh, with Izzy. Gotta, gotta with, hold steady. You gotta hold steady, Wes. I mean, there's there's a reason that those CCIR rompers got their way to the Colvin residence. Yeah, yeah. I still got I still got a pick for my boy Maddie. Those, <laughs> those those were pretty fucking cool. I got a good laugh. Nope. Well, that'll do it for two seventy one. Um, I actually thought the the prelims were pretty bad. The main card was great. I think I just forgot it was great because the main event just wiped my fucking memory of fun. Um, but the first four <laughs> fights decision. in the main card were pretty good. Bad decision. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, that main event was 25 minutes of pure fucking torture. Torture. I, I should have rewatched the fucking Modafieri fight. At least it was only just 15 minutes. You can just make an argument good. the Modafieri fight was better because it was 10 minutes less. All right, let's move on to something that's going to be way better. Oh, wait. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't even know who some of these people are. The Wikipedia ratio is like 40% on this thing. We had to. <laughs> these are these are not good. All right, let's jump in though. We'll chart in the bantamweight division. Two people we have not heard of: Chad Anleger versus Jesse Strader. I believe these that is, are men. This is the hilarious thing. Canadian number sixty-nine. Hilarious man. thing. This is not even the first fight. Supposedly God. Mario Batista is is starting off this card against something called Jay Perrin. Oh, did I not know this? That's that's what the the sure dog says. That uh, this fight was lined, I think, today or yesterday. Uh, this thing it says Jay Perrin's like up further on the card. Oh shit! That, oh, I see. Yeah, so my bad. Sure so dog don't you is wrong. Shut your fucking mouth, John. That's that's gonna be easy for me tonight. You know, I do so much tape study and research before these shows. I obviously <laughs> am gonna know the order. This is gonna be a fun one, folks. Um... We're we're deep into this card. <laughs> this is good. All right, Sean, you can start with whoever these fellas are. Yeah, I, uh, I, I, I don't know who these guys are. I. This is so low level. I would not touch this to bet it. There's some crazy people with MMA models. I'm pretty sure that that have a hard fucking decision on this uh, fight. So you know it's uh, it's gonna be a banger. Uh, I'll, I'll pick the dog because I I don't care. Why not? It works out. It's with Anessis. Um, not the Canadian. Let me look this up. Uh, the Canadian is, or the not Canadian is Strader. Oh, oh, his name. So the Canadian is like a minus two fifty favorite. So we know what happens. Yeah, well, I knew who the Canadian was. I was saying which one's a favorite. I hadn't pulled up the line yet. Um, so Jesse Strader's oh, kind okay. of a, mess, a must bet there. Wes, who you got? Yeah, I don't. I don't have that much on this one. Um, I can't remember this. Uh, this Canadian guy for the life of me. I know I watched him fight at least once, and I have no clue. Uh, who he is, uh, this other dude got knocked the fuck out by Montel Jackson. So I- I'll probably pick the dog in Toutmaster, and that's about all I want with this fight. Yeah. I-, I think I'm going to have to pick the Canadian. Oh. Yeah, it's, it's bad. Uh, the other guy, he's only lost to dudes that are in the UFC, but... Like, he does not look good when he loses and gets any sort of offense put on him. So, I think that Zanelig, or whatever his name is, uh, he, he looked tough enough to put away on his Contender Series fight. At, I think he sticks around and gets some shots in on, on Stradler and gets him out of there. Yeah, I think I'm actually, I'm not going to bet on this, obviously, but for top master and a pick, I think I actually have to go with the uh, the Canadian fella. I know. Mm-hmm. Weird. Um, Strader is, he just looks like a doofus. I think it would be the first thing I would start with. He just looks like a doofus and he got knocked out by two 
guys who are not good at fighting. So I think that'll be good. We'll end there. All right, let's move now to – god damn it. Women's straw weight division. <laughs> not, that's not big enough. Diana Belbita versus Gloria De Paula. You, Sean? Belbita cheese? A combined one in four in the UFC, these two uh, combatants. I uh, I will take the cheese because she throws more. Man, card. Just starting off with just bangers. Wes? Bangers. Yeah, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna take cheese as well. Just think by volume, shitty decision, one way or the other. I'll take the cheese. I got nothing on this fight. Brad, I assume you got a pretty good breakdown. <laughs> this is this is the cheese that comes in like those little slices, right? Is that the one? Yeah, Bill, in, Bill individually Beaton? wrapped. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Nice. Yeah. We'll go Look at that. those craft. It's a small snack. I thought Velveeta. the block. Velveeta the block. They they have that and they have the single the single slices. Yeah. I yeah. always remember craft singles. Yeah. Yep. They. In individually day. plastic wrapped. Yeah. Good good for the, you know, laying at the bottom of the ocean for the next, you know, 50 years. It's, I remember those videos it's, of the craft ones. The, you could... Breakfast biscuits. Breakfast biscuits. I don't think we have this. I remember the videos where people would try to, you can't, the craft cheese is so fake, you can't burn it. Yeah. <laughs> it just doesn't burn. <laughs> not, not a good look. It's not good. All right. Um, who's next? Brad, did you talk about this? Are we good? The, oh, the no, cheese slice, the cheese yeah. slice breakdown was better. Like. The cheese, right. that's that's what you need to know. I, I don't care about this fight. All right, by the way, Division, I wish they could just move this Jessica Rose Clark fight back one so I could just skip the first three fights of the card. Um, but they are not going to do that, apparently. Uh, so, by the way, Division, Chaz Kelly versus Mark Stiegel. New shot. Under normal circumstances, if, if Chaz Skelly was fighting, you know, every at least six months, maybe nine months, I think I would play him here. It's been two and a half months, or two and a half years, sorry, since he fought. Uh, he had that fucking weird situation where he made the walk and then still couldn't even fucking fight. Striegel is not good. How bad is he? It's it's hard to tell based on the one fight he had. Um, I would hope Skelly's going to be able to get this to the ground, and and then he should be able to win. Just trusting a 36 year old that looks like Chaz Skelly that hasn't fought in two and a half years is is a bit tough for me. So I, I'm going to pass on a bet, but I, I think he wins and hopefully can can take this guy out. Wes. <clears throat> yeah, man, I, I, I really, I really want to like, uh, Skelly in this fight. Um, I, I think under normal circumstances, like Sean said, this would be at least a dollar higher on him here. Um, man, that, that two and a half year layoff is just worrisome. Um, I, I think, I just think he's the better guy though. I, I think he can get this to the mat and, uh, maybe he can get a sub in this fight. I haven't looked at what, uh, the sub line is, but, um, I'll probably end up with something on Skelly. I just think he's the way better guy. Just the, the layoff worries me a bit. Brad? Anywhere from plus 150 to 225. 
Yeah, on what? It's not bad. Sub. Sub. Just in general. That, sub. That's what I'm thinking in this one as well. No, skelly sub. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm digging the uh, the food theme on this card. We got the we got the Belvita, we got the strudel, and then in the next fight we got the Egger. Like, come on. Somebody's <laughs> fucking with me, right? Perfect. Somebody lined this shit up <laughs> oh with a sense God. of humor. Um, yeah, I, I think this could be a lot tougher for, for Chaz Skelly. Uh, this is a, a pretty decent matchup for him, and that's why I'm probably going to end up with a bet on him. Uh, I just think that the Strudel's going to come out there and, and let him grapple because um, that's what he wants to do in his fights as well. And Skelly's going to beat most guys. Uh, even after a couple of years off, I think he's fine to get in there and out grapple some guy who has been you know, pretty fun and reliable on the regional circuit forever, but has also been out grappled when he tries to take a step up. Yeah, I like Skelly here um, a good bit. I, I think you got you know two mostly jujitsu type guys, but one of them is a way, way, way better wrestler. And if I got two grapplers or jiu-jitsu guys, um, I'm going to take the guy who's a much better wrestler. And, and Skelly's got some sneaky subs. Like, he's got – he's pulled up some weird subs. He's got a good Dars. He's got some good chokes. And I think just being the way, way better wrestler, I also think he's going to be a lot stronger in this fight once it hits the bat just with his grappling and, and everything else. And, you know, we look at Skelly's layoff concerning, obviously. But Stiegel also is in, in the in the midst of a pretty big layoff as well. And at least we know Skelly has some talent. We've seen him do so much he hasn't won a fight in almost four, four years um so we can look at skelly's you know layoff views but the better wrestler the better sub guy the the better the more talented guy the guy with the experience not not really fighting for his career he's getting close to retirement anyway minus 200 i think is is actually a steal so i will have something on on chas skelly i'll probably have him in a parlay um but yeah i like i like chas this one a good bit despite the age and layoff all right Women's bantamweight division. Let's uh, let's do it again. Jessica Rose Clark versus Stephanie Egger. Yeah, new Sean. Yeah, uh, Jessica Rose Clark should win, but both these ladies don't mind grappling, and as we've seen in in a lot of MMA, uh, women's MMA recently, dumb shit happens when grappling is involved. Some sub uh, armbar from guard and. All kinds of weird shit, so I, I'm not betting Clark. Uh, I'll pick her to get the win, but I don't know. It's it's tough to trust a uh, a, a woman of this uh, talent. Wes? Yeah, I'm going to pick Clark to, to probably get a decision here, but I, I want nothing to do with this fight. Another one. Just Brad? Um, I'll take Clark and Toutmaster, but this will be a dog walk or a shower or something productive. Yeah, definitely. Um, I got absolutely fucking nothing. I, I don't care. Um, have we thought in the future for Toutmaster, maybe varying up multipliers, like women's fights only count 25%? <laughs> because think of it this way. Let's say you, perp- you 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 call you know a good a pick 'em fight in the main event, huge fight. You pick it, you get a win, you get one point. That counts the same as Stephanie Egger. Yeah, exactly. Like this thing. Yep. 
That's the whole that's, point of Tag Masters. That's the whole point. We gotta in, really, we gotta have a lot of luck going in, involved in in Tout Master, not just skill. No, no, no. It's all skill. It's all mm. skill. You just gotta dig into the tape, bro. You gotta roll your up, get your notepad out, and just really dig into that tape. You're, you're complaining, but all all four of us are we're inside top twenty two in Tout Master, and, and three of us are top. Most eight. of us are, yeah. I'm slipping, baby. You are. You're holding us back. Come on. I'm a now. month away from quitting. <laughs> hey, I've made it through a month and a half. I think I'm gonna make it through at least two months, guys. Oh. Optimistic. The biggest yeah, Saeed that over bet. Is gonna hit. The biggest Saeed bet. Of Tout Master is who is going to quit first, me or Brad? <laughs> and then the second is who's gonna who's gonna skip, accidentally miss a card, and then after they miss a card, how many weeks will they put in picks before they quit? <laughs> a lot of stuff going on. <laughs> oh God, fuck! All right, let's now move on um, to pretty decent fight. Um, Gabriel Benitez, David Onama, featherweight division, New Sean. I think this is a good test. Uh, I'm not sure how much we can take out of the Mason Jones fight that Anama had. Um, I know he was able to to clip Mason Jones a lot more than he probably should have, but I think that's just that's just Mason Jones. He he doesn't have very good uh, striking defense. Uh, a lot of these kind of guys with a little bit of hype behind them usually have the the offense to to show that, and then their their defense kind of legs. Benitez is is kind of a tough out. Um, I think he's a he's a very good test for for fighters because he's really only losing to pretty pretty good guys. The, the Omar Morales loss isn't great. Uh, Billy Q obviously styled on him, but I think that was a nice uh, comeback fight from Billy Q. I just think it's worth a shot on on Benitez uh, to find out, you know, if if Onama actually. Has some hype behind him. I, I think Benitez can can strike and, and make it a, a, a close fight. And, and maybe we get a, a decision on the cards. So I took a unit on him at plus 144. So I think he can win a, a close close fight. Brad, we have a live line for me quitting, uh, me versus you quitting. Apparently, me quitting first, minus 300. I think you have quit before me almost every year. Yes. Brad, yeah. Brad's, value, Brad's still in contention. Wrong, Brad, wrong fighter favored right there. Oh, yeah. Brad's still in contention though. It's does Brad fall off so quick that? You but know, I'm much more likely to miss a card by accident and then quit. Definitely, so, definitely. Yeah, that's why. That's why you gotta do your tape study. You gotta do your you gotta do your work. Yeah, I Get all the angles here. Yeah, I I really I only quit when I'm basically go. I got no chance. Absolutely no chance. That's when I quit. Brad usually just accidentally quits a few times, and then he just quits for good. Mine's a mathematical he equation. And then tries to, to <laughs> yeah. whatever you need to tell yourself, Lance. Yeah, well, mine is going work. to happen during the summer. We're going to have yeah. some people over for a barbecue. Mm. I'm just going to get shit faced during the day and uh, forget to put my picks in. Wes will you remind know, me when we're in day. Vegas. Yeah, well, and I'll <laughs> remind you guys now because I'm running it. So yeah, I think it's going to be a good year for you guys. I think you'll 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 get pretty close. We should get some kind of like prize. Like, one of both of us doing all of them. Oh, they'll always Ooh. do it. Yeah, we're the quitters, Brad. 
No, no, no. I, that's what I'm saying. That, what's the line on both of us doing all of the cards? Like, not oh, that depends. Hey, am, am I going to remind you guys? Because I could choose not to remind you guys, and I would win that bet, I think, fairly hey, easily at some in, point. In fairness, the only thing you've had to remind me of so far is the one, like, weird that's one fair. that happened. Last week was fuckery. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I've just been really an honor student. So. <laughs> Look out. We'll all have to meet up. You know, I, I see Wes at least a couple times a year. I haven't seen you guys in forever. Maybe if we all do our Tout Master picks, we'll meet up somewhere at the end of the year. <laughs> it's like a reward. There we go. You guys got. I'm not going to Canada. I just I got I got nothing for it. You guys got to come here. <laughs> like usual. I mean, it's cheaper for us to go to you than it would be to like me to fly to Brad or Brad to fly to me. <laughs> yeah. Plus, who it's wants tough. to go to Canada? Freedom. Exactly. Freedom. Yeah. All right. Um, has anyone? Uh, it's Brad's uh, turn to to break down. Or sorry, West's West turn to break. West. Down. Yeah. Is it Benitez? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm. I'm kind of. kind of uh, with Sean on this one. Uh, I think this is a. Um, this is a spot with a really tough dude. That's a plus money that uh, I think we'll find out if uh, Onama is is decent or not. Um, I, I like Benitez in this spot as well at the price. Uh, I think he could definitely get a couple rounds here. So. Uh, taking a small small shot on Benitez here at the plus mile. Brad? Yeah, I I kind of like Onama in this one. And I know that he hasn't really done enough to earn being a fit here. Uh, but I, I like what I've seen, short notice, higher weight class, against a better guy than Benitez is, frankly, as, as hittable as Mason Jones is. Uh, I still think that he's better than Benitez. Benitez is one of those guys where the dudes that he's lost to um, are way, way – or dudes that he's lost to are actually good, and the guys that he's beaten are, are like, way, way down bottom of the barrel. So it, it comes down to where you think he fits in in between those, and I think he's closer to the bottom guys than he is to the top guys, and I think Onama's all right. Uh, I think he's probably going to clip Benitez at some point and get him out of there. Yeah, I don't, I don't get the Onama – love like Mason Jones is still a young prospect and Onama looked okay in a loss to him and that makes him like super hyped up like we would have thought he fought a close fight with John Jones or something based on kind of everyone's reaction here Benitez has been around for a while and I think I think when you look at all his fights like in hindsight kind of looking at it he beats the guys he should and is who are much better than him and I think that's most of his career and I'm just not ready to say Onama's good in in any way. I think Benitez is he's very durable, he's very tough. He's he's going to push the pace, he throws his leg kicks, all that stuff, and I think he's I think he's just going to be a little bit better everywhere and I think it plus what is it like 145, 140 something like that. I haven't looked in a bit, but I think him as a dog was kind of surprising for me, so I definitely like Benitez in this fight. All right, let's move coming on down. now to <laughs> What? It's coming uh. down. Plus 135, plus 130, lower than that now. Uh-oh, I better bet it on Friday like I always do. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bantamweight division, Mario Batista versus Jay Perrin. What? Yeah. Sean, this card sucks so bad. <laughs> <laughs> this is rough, man. I, I don't have much in this fight uh, once again. Uh, Batista, obviously the more known commodity. It's a bit of a, a, a pretty big price on him. Um, I There's no chance I would put money on, on Jay Perrin, but 
uh, what is it now? Like minus two, two forty, two fifty. Seems kind of crazy. Like Batista's okay, but could we see him get out wrestled here? It's possible. I don't know who Jay Parendell is. So <clears throat> I don't know. Wes? He fought on Contender Series and lost. Well, that's a good <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't really have, have much on this fight. Um, I, I think Batista probably uh, wins here. He's, he's got a couple okay wins uh, before uh, his last fight, but man, that, that price is just a little too crazy. Um, just another pass for me, man. I have no idea. Lab guy, Brad. I was thinking that I was going to take Batista against Taha, but man, I remember those trips uh, that my parents and I used to take across the border when I was young to, to Freedom Land, uh, and we used to, to go to Buffalo, and we used to visit the J.C. Perrin there and get all sorts of nice clothes. Um, it, it was a good place to shop. It brings back fond memories, and I think I'm going to take him as a dog here. He's got a lot of like split decision <laughs> losses. So I feel like he's in close fights, and he's going to be plus 300 probably by the time the fight rolls around. So J.C. Perrin all the way, baby. Yeah, I'll I'll take Mario Batista, but, I mean, there's <laughs> fucking knows. Um, you know, I'll force bets like anyone, but there's some fights I just can't do it. I, I, can't, I can't get in there. Uh, but I, I will pick Mario Batista, but there is just absolutely no confidence there. All right, God, fuck. You, 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 usually, it's just not getting better. Um, Jonathan Pierce is on the is on the main event of the prelims, as nerd Twitter people like to say. Um, yay, Jonathan Pierce versus Christian Rodriguez. Just not not good. Or right, Newshawn. Was this the original matchup? I I'm just checking. I don't I don't think so. I think it's short. I think Rodriguez is short. No, no. he was supposed yeah. to fight Austin Lingo. Lingo. Austin yeah. Lingo, which is still <laughs> mind boggling. Like Jonathan oh, Pierce, man. like he, he's he's better than I thought he was. I mean, I think I had very very low expectations when you get finished by Joe Lozon in the first round, and and maybe that sketchy chin just pops up randomly, but. Man, he puts a pace on people. He 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 likes to grapple, and and people usually melt because uh, they they can't keep up with him. So, uh, I think he beats this Christian Rodriguez guy. Um, bet online or bet online opened this line, and obviously people bet the shit out of it. And and uh, G- G- JSP was like minus three seventy, and then Dimes decided to open it up at minus one eighty five. Not not smart. So obviously I took a bunch of that and then I hedged a bit off. So I got a, a pretty sweet number on, on JSP. I, I think he just puts a pace on, on Christian Rodriguez and, and gets him out of there with a, a sub. Wes? Yeah, I like Pearson this spot too. Yeah, I think uh, I actually think he can get a finish in this fight. Um, I don't see any uh, lines yet, I don't think, for him inside the distance or his sub or anything like that yet. So um, the under is uh, kind of in, kind of intriguing. Sub is, it's uh, sub is plus four fifty. Yeah, that's that might be something I'll I'll sprinkle on. Um, he does do some ground and pound and stuff, but he's he's got some subs. Um, yeah, I like Pierce inside the distance here quite a bit, so I'll be looking to to get some plays in and around those props. Red. 
Um, I've, I've backed Pierce in the past, but man, this just seems way too high for this guy. We've already seen that he's unreliable. And yeah, it was Joey fucking Lozon in Boston <laughs> at the park. But... Uh, <laughs> You talking about a park? No, I'm, I'm the cockies. You want a hot dog? Um, you want a coffee? You want to go to the park? What do you want to do? Uh, I want to not bet this fight because this is uh, this could be dicey. I I don't think Rodriguez is bad, uh, and you know he trains at a decent camp. I, I there's a chance that he catches Pierce, and I am not willing to pay minus three hundred or more to take that chance. Yeah, I'm with Brad on this one. Uh, I just don't know how you can be confident in in JSP at that price. I think the reason we don't think he was he's besides the Lozon loss, even going into that, I remember betting Lozon on that fight, even though he was he was washed because this guy just looks like a fucking nerd. And when you look like that, I'm I'm just not going to think you're going to be good. Like <laughs> you look like a loser. Like I could take you if if things you know get a little rough. Um, I, I will say, you know, I don't know much about Rodriguez. He's, I, I haven't, I have not seen him fight live. He had a couple of LFA fights, but I did look at his last win. He beat a guy named Ryan McIntosh, who is 16 and 37. And that's the, that's how he got the call into the UFC. So Hell they're all yeah. still lining up to get to fight island. Yeah, <laughs> he's fought some bums. He's fought Absolute some bums. bums. Yeah. You beat a vet yeah. like that? You beat a vet like that, you deserve some respect, all right? He, I mean, yeah, he, with over 50 fights. That's impressive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but to, so, to Sean's point, I was I was trying kind of looking at the the Pierce points handicap, but that's like minus 225. So, I'm just Yeah, gonna, they know. They know that he's going to fit. I mean, his him inside is like even money around yeah. there, like you're Maybe the under here. Yeah. yeah. It's, then, it's just a little bit juiced. I was looking at that as well. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know about that. A little, uh, little out of control to me. So, yeah, it's a pass there. But I will pick JSP to no bet. All right, let's move up to the, uh, the the main card, if you want to call it that. Middleweight division, Joaquin Buckley versus Abdul Razak Ahasan. You, Sean? I like Buckley here. Um, I think he obviously has more ways to win. Uh, I know Al Hassan has almost the death touch. So uh, Buckley will have to uh, have his shit together. Um, but I, I think he could take Al Hassan down and smash him on the ground. Uh, I, I honestly wouldn't be surprised if that's how this fight goes. Um, Buckley can do all right on the feet. I just think that's a, a lot bigger liability if he's not uh, going for some takedowns because Al Hassan is very questionable. Uh, I, I know he has like a, a judo background, but it definitely doesn't seem to show up in, in MMA fights very often. So uh, I like Buckley. Uh, I think he gets a, a ground and pound victory. I took him inside at plus 140 for a unit, and then I put him in a two-unit parlay. Wes? Yeah, I like Buckley here as well. Um, just Hassan, is, he's so inconsistent, man. Yeah, could he could he land something? Uh, of course he could. Um I just I think Buckley's a little little better uh, if this hits the mat and he's got serious power as well he could absolutely uh, get Hassan out of there so um, I kind of like Buckley inside the distance it, it's still uh, some slight plus money uh, right now so um, 
I'll probably look to, to go that, that direction on a fight. Uh, Buckley inside the distance. Brad? This is a, a weird one. Uh, I, I think Sean might be onto something for Buckley. I think wrestling here would probably be a good idea for him because of these two guys, I think that Al-Hassan is more durable. And I think Al-Hassan might hit harder. Um, and he's also the guy who's, well, I guess he's not coming up a weight class now. They're both kind of welterweights that have moved up. So, uh, man, I if it's going to be on the feet, I, I lean towards Al-Hassan. Uh, if Buckley mixes in wrestling, then, yeah, I can see him winning. But I think this price is a little steep. Uh, if you're expecting this to not go to decision, as everyone is, I think Al-Hassan's the better bet. Yeah, I actually looked at doesn't go um, in this one as part of a parlay. I think I think Buckley is – I think he's the rightful favorite. I think the, the line's probably right there. I just think one of these guys is getting finished in this fight, just how they fight and everything else. I think it's it's like minus 275 or something like that, so it's pretty juiced. I was looking to throw it in a parlay. Um, but I, I just see one of these guys getting a finish. Al-Hassan's a weird case. Like everyone knows he's got that, got that power, but the guy's just not great. Um, and he, he's definitely more of a front runner while he's completely cool quitting. Uh, so I think when you pair that with Buckley, who, who can get caught pretty easily and get, get finished and also has pretty good power himself. So I like that doesn't go here at minus 280. For an actual pick, I will pick Buckley, though. Remember when all right. you guys all picked uh, the, the Beverly Hills Ninja against Buckley? I have never picked the Beverly Hills Ninja. I fucking, I'm pretty sure I, I bet him at like, by like, TKO in round one, like plus a thousand or something like that. And honestly, he was competitive until the very end of that round. So Buckley sucks. Just saying. It's a bit, it's a bit scary. I bet on Buckley. I have bet, I have bet inside the distance against the Beverly Hills guy every side of his career. <laughs> every, every line available. I have taken. I, I, I took Buckley inside in that one as well. It was fun. Yeah, he's, that guy sucks. All right. Uh, lightweight division. Jimmy fucking Miller, Jersey Zone, versus Nicholas Mata. You, Sean? So this fight was all, was was scheduled in, like, September of last year. And the odds were, like, close to even money each side. And now, now Miller is, like, a, a decent dog. And nothing's really happened since other than Miller got a fucking win. So I, I'm kind of confused why that is. Um, it's it's not enough confusion for me to take Jimmy fucking Miller because he is still 38 years old. And I, I know he got a knockout in his last fight, but uh, I, 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 just, I just think he could get bombed on by this juiced up Brazilian. So I'm staying away. I'll, I'll pick Jimmy Miller, but it, it might... It might get sketchy in there with a uh, with a Brazilian that might be on the yams. Brad, no West for West. Yeah, uh, West. we we haven't we haven't seen this this dude in about a year and a half either, man. So there's no no telling what kind of stuff yep. he's been he's been doing. But I think old Jimmy can give me no vet lesson in this one, man. These are uh, these are the type of dudes that. Um, you know, if this guy doesn't doesn't catch Jimmy with something, I, I think he's he's gonna be all over him and he's gonna be in trouble. Um, 
I know this guy's got a couple knockouts on his on his record, but um, they're against him. I mean, Joe Selecki, maybe the the best guy. He's he's knocked out. I mean, yeah, if he doesn't get Jimmy out there early, I think it's gonna be a it, it's gonna be a problem for him. And uh, Miller wears on him and and gets a gets a win here. So yeah, like plus one fifty, one sixty now for Jimmy fucking Miller against this guy. Yeah, I'm gonna have to take some of that, man. This line is fucking insane. Um, <laughs> I, I I don't know how. I mean, Steve put it in the in the chat. Miller has like eight thousand UFC fights, and this other dude has never fought in the UFC. Also, I'm not sure if you've seen a picture of this fella, but he is most, most definitely not not on the Brazil. Yeah. <laughs> is not is, even. He let himself go after he got his sure dog photo, eh? That's sad. It's uh, I don't know when the sure dog photo came from, but he used to be a flyweight, or not a flyweight. He used to be a featherweight. Maybe, maybe he had muscles back when he was a featherweight. Um, but Tapology is keeping his shirt on. You know he's hiding some titties, (laughs) right? Um, So this, he's in trouble wherever, whenever this fight happens. Uh, Early on is when Jimmy Miller's most dangerous. I mean, Jim Miller might take him down in the first round. Watch that exactly. neck. That neck. Right. Jimmy Miller got them hands now, too. Yeah, new yeah, show. What are you and, talking and, about? I've looked at all Mata, those guys' pictures. Yeah, I, I don't. I think he's looking at a different fighter. He must be. Oh, that could be. Yeah, this this man is not. He has not been able to afford the magma as of yet. Oh, yeah. You know, I'm bigger he than get him. to his, his third UFC fight after he's, after he's really banking that. Uh, that 10 and 10 contract and, and he'll have some muscles, but not right now. Um, yeah. I, I don't even need to break down the fight. Like Jim Miller is Jim Miller's going to win this fight. I think that even if this goes late, Jim Miller can win a decision here. He's probably going to finish him because this guy's been finished in every loss in his career, even on tough. Um, but I think Jim Miller can win it. However. So I, I got a couple of units uh, on Jim Miller plus plus one fifty eight at dimes right now. And I'm going to take some inside at plus 300 as well. Yeah, I uh, obviously like Jersey's own Jim Miller. Been a long-time favorite of mine. Um, and I think this fight is kind of perfect for him. Like, Moda looks weak. Like, never found a Jim. Like, I know, you know, I bodied up Jim Miller and Walgreens, as we all know. But could you imagine what I would do to Moda? I mean, good God. I might throw him through the fucking, like, cashier's table, whatever it is. I think I would have no chance to this fucking grip and forearm strength over here. Um, this guy's a front runner. Um, it's it's clear. You know, he finished the guys he should beat and quits when he doesn't and loses fights. And I think this is the first time all. Does Jim Miller have better cardio in a fight? He might. He might. Cool. Uh, he it, might. It's possible, yeah. And I, I think with, with how, you know, Jimmy's going to grapple here, I think the one good thing about Jimmy that you'll see is he does, he does do what he's supposed to in fights. And that doesn't always mean win. But but Jimmy does what he's supposed to. In this fight, he's supposed to grapple. He's supposed to take this guy down. He's supposed to get his back. And I think he's going to do everything possible to do that. And I think that's going to wear wear up Moda out a lot too. So I like Jimmy Miller here. I, I don't hate the inside play. I saw it when I looked earlier, it was only like plus 250 or so. So it might have moved a bit. Um, and it's plus 155 money line. And there's a possibility here, I would say, of a decision. Not likely. But 
I like Jimmy Miller here, and I think plus 155 is ridiculous against this kid. So, Munich. It's the Munich play. It's a lock. Fucking book it. And if you're new here, Munich is now uh, 816 and two. And every single one of those, I believe, is an underdog. So it's quite the streak we have going there. Let's it's go amazing. Ahead and we dodged we dodged the bullet last week because Thick Willie was consensus, but there was no Munich because you weren't on the show. It's amazing. No Munich. Munich runs Munich. so hot. Undefeated. All right. Uh, heavyweight division. We got some big boys. Some t-shirt <laughs> in the pool division, as my friend Brad would like to say. Parker Porter versus Alan Badeau. You, Sean? Man, this is, this is a rough, rough card. Um, throwing a dart on, on a heavyweight with some power worked for me last week, so why wouldn't it work this week? Um, Parker Porter doesn't – he hasn't really shown the ability to, to finish guys that are in the UFC. Maybe Alan <laughs> Badeau should not be in the UFC. That's fair. Um <laughs> Bado has some power, and he he put a beating on Nascimento in the first round. So, I I, I think both these guys throw a good amount of volume. Bado is has got some some heat. I, I think maybe uh, I don't know if he can stuff a takedown if if uh, the the Porky one wants to to get down there. But I, I think I took a shot on Bado in inside the distance at plus three twenty five uh, for a unit. Had Straight. to do it. Shame. Like, I had to uh, use all my uh, Tui Vasa money and uh, and throw it on Bado. Man, Brian's just all all up in my shit today in these comments. Just not just constantly just getting after me. I like it. Um, yeah, Wes. <laughs> yeah, I, I think Sean's out of his mind with this one going against the yeah. the fucking the athlete. two fifty on a shitty take, heavyweight. Eh? Take the athlete, Parker Porter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, I mean, I, I think it's the opposite. I think I think I, I, this is even one I can't even look at no fatties because I, I think Porter's going to get this guy out of here. I mean, he's just an absolute bum. Like he gets touched and this dude's dead. Um, yeah, I, I think Parker gets him out of there. Parker inside the distance is uh, like plus one thirty. Uh, I'm going to take a little of that. Um, I think the under there's an under two a couple under two and a half out there that's a little bit juicy. I think that's a really good play too. Like I I don't see this fight going uh, twelve and a half minutes. So yeah, I'll probably take a little bit of the under uh, Porter inside the distance plus one thirty. Bradley, that was almost perfect timing because just settled. Um, Sean said that a minus two fifty heavyweight is a Shitty bad heavyweight. fighter. Shitty heavyweight. This man is a title contender in the best division in MMA. Oh, I don't know. Well, what yeah, the t-shirt, the the t-shirt in the pool division, not in the the regular one. What do you mean the regular one? Is is there another one? Yeah, like like number three ranked Tai Tuivasa. <laughs> Fuck me, man. <laughs> heavyweight. Ay ay ay. Um. The Porker, this is one where you might want to look at that minus three and a half. What, what, what's that line going on in this fight? Do we have one is yet? That out? I, I doubt it'll be out. Usually those aren't. Oh, no, there is. Minus 170. Yeah, they know. <laughs> <laughs> Heavyweights. Uh, yeah. I'll, I'll just it's not, it, yeah, it's not really I'll, worth I'll saving it that much. I'll just buy the Porky one. 
There I'll you just go. Parlay the Borky one. He's. I mean, it's happening. Did you know um, he fought Bones? Yeah. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's been in there with greatness. How do you think he's, he's become so great? He fought John Jones in, in 2018 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. He, it was his light. It was his light heavyweight debut. In heavyweight years, that's like fucking three years ago, bro. Like, it just—it's such a great man. thing. It, it says he fought John Jones, and the, you know the comments section on Wikipedia. It says light heavyweight debut, missed weight, and then <laughs> no, he's never fought at light heavyweight ever again after John just smashed the shit out of him. Technically, technically, he is still not made. And then his next fight says return to heavyweight. Yeah, because he's like, I'm not fighting John Jones. Fucking weight like, class. Like, sir, you weighed 229. <laughs> Can you God, imagine I, doing all that work to fight a young John Jones? I know. And then Miss Weight and knocked out. He got knocked out in 36 seconds by John Jones. That's a bad look. <laughs> not good. Um, man, that's great. I, I like I like him here though. Um, French guy. Boo. So I, I I'll take Porter here. I'll probably throw him in a parlay. I think he's just way better at this point. It's it's funny. He's actually like all jokes aside, like with how heavyweight is, like this guy's gonna win some fights. Like he's gonna he's gonna beat a lot of guys. And you know he lost the Dawkins fight, but I, you know besides running into Derek Lewis, so I think people are legitimately scared to fight. Um, it, I think he just he, Dawkins is good. He ran into a really good guy. So yeah, I like I like Porker here. Um, so I'll put him in parlay. Speaking of Dawkins, the little Dukakis, Kyle Dawkins takes on Jamie Pickett. You, Sean? I'm, I'm going to lose a bunch of money betting on a bunch of shady guys this week because it's pretty <laughs> much inevitable uh, on a card like <laughs> well, this. Dr. Ed died said this. I know this says it didn't even lose by punches. Just punch. One punch. They touch gloves, they circle, just throw a punch. Punch. Uh, poor, poor, poor Porker. Um, yeah, I'm gonna lose some money betting Jamie Pickett uh, by TKO at, at plus six fifty for half a unit. Um, I know he's terrible. Uh, he's lost to very bad fighters. Uh, the Beverly Hills Ninja that we we talked about earlier. He's he's not good. Um, he does have a little bit of power. I'm not sold on the Dukakis, the little Dukakis. Um, Sketchy gas tank. If if Pickett can stuff some takedowns, and this is going to be on the feet, Dawkins is pretty hittable. I I I'm not sold. Uh, I, I'd like to throw away some money on on Jamie Pickett in 2022. So that's what I'm going to do. Wes. Yeah, I think the little Dukakis uh, does get this to the ground uh, quite a bit, actually, and um, I think he probably just does a little bit of. Uh, work on the ground and probably wins a shitty decision here. So uh, Pickett's pretty tough. Um, I don't think Dukakis has got the crazy finishing power, even as grounded pound, but I just think it's him laying on top of Pickett a lot of this fight. So uh, I like Dukakis. I'll probably put him in a parlay. I understand why people are taking Dukakis here. But the little Dukakis is pretty soft and very weak. Um, I, I think 
he's going to struggle to get this one to the ground. You look at his UFC record and he got out cardioed by, actually he didn't really get out cardioed by Brennan Allen. He actually looked all right in that fight. That that was kind of where we all had hope for him. Yeah. And then he, Dustin Stolfus, who sucks. And then he got out cardioed by Phil Hawes, which is real bad. <laughs> Uh, and I know people want to say that the headbutt doesn't matter and the fight shouldn't be a no contest because they kept fighting. But like he he doesn't beat Kevin Holland without landing that headbutt. I, I don't think that that happens. Um, so I don't think that the, the little Dukakis is very good. I also don't think Jamie Pickett is very good. I just think there's going to be a lot of clinch in this fight. And Pickett might be the guy that's a little bit stronger and controlling that clinch and holding Dukakis up against the uh, the cage. So I I don't uh, necessarily see the TKO like Sean, but I might take a little shot on Pickett in this one. I guess a little bit of minority here. I I, I love uh, little Dukakis here. Jamie Pickett might be one of the least talented guys on the entire roster. Um, you, you if you take out heavyweight in well, there's so many bad guys on the, the talent doesn't really the talent doesn't match the look. Can we at least say that? Like, yeah, he looks like that dude looks like good. he should be way better. He's he's You're not salty because you bet him against the Beverly Hills Ninja and somehow lost money. <laughs> <laughs> um, he's 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 not good. Jamie Pickett's just not good. Um, he has some power um, every now and then. But he's not overly active. He doesn't throw a ton. And that power doesn't doesn't always show up. And I think here it's – Dawkins is going to grapple. He's going to be a grappler in this fight. He's going to be full-on grappling. And I think he can – he's not the greatest wrestler, but he's good enough to out-wrestle a guy like this. And I think Dawkins is going to push him against the cage. He's going to drag him to the ground. And I think once he gets on, they are several classes different in, in terms of grappling ability. And I think – once Dawkins gets on, I think he passes easily, and I think he gets a neck um, and chokes him out. And if he's not in the first round, he can get him down in the second. I don't think he's going to struggle that much with the grappling aspect at all. Um, and I don't think he's going to get hit that much because Pickett is so gun-shy. He doesn't, doesn't throw very much. And you can tell from his last fight, Pickett is very scared of getting punched in the face. He, he just has that look and feel about him now where – did you notice in his last fight? Yes, he like he was do- he was throwing these big combos and landing guys, and then he would almost run away. Like he had a guy like turtle up like this, and he was still running away. So I love Dawkins. Yeah, a guy that can't strike. <laughs> he was fighting a guy who can't strike last fight. It didn't matter. Uh, he's still running away. And I-, I think the grappling is just gonna be too much here. I think Dawkins gets the win, and I actually like inside the distance is what I'm looking. I think Dawkins is gonna get. Pickett's been finished a couple times by sub already. Dawkins is the best submission guy he's ever faced, uh, and it's plus one ninety five uh, by submission. I'm not going to play or by uh, inside the distance. I'm not going to play the sub line just because I could also see him pound him out um, on the ground. You know, some big shots. We saw, we've seen in some of his fights. Dawkins has some good ground and pound as well. So, but Dawkins plus one ninety five inside the distance seemed just wrong to me. So I really like that. But stuff will be on in this fight. All right, moving on, light heavyweight division, Johnny Walker, Jamal Hill, Bear Jew. We're, he- we're here, the main event. <laughs> I mean, well, we took like we took like 55 minutes to recap the last fight, and we're already – This, this card absolutely sucks, man. That last drained, fight was the co-main event? Hell yeah, it was. What more could you want, Bradley? Um, 
Yeah, they're they're giving me minus two forty, minus two fifty on a guy fighting a John Kavanaugh trained fighter. Um, that's uh, that's a pretty easy decision on my part. Um, man, that was that was the ghost of Johnny Walker last time against Santos. It was fucking horrible. Kavanaugh's ruined him. Uh, if if he decides to fight like that, Hill's gonna pick him apart from distance. I think Johnny Walker's best. Way to win is what it's always been. Go in there and do stupid shit and throw crazy strikes. Uh, because if you don't do that, then you're going to lose after. Uh, so I think that's his best way to win. I think if he does that, Hill is still going to tee off on him. Uh, I like Hill here. Uh, Johnny Walker is is a very flawed fighter. And and he's taken, taken uh, game plan advice from John Kavanaugh. So... That's uh that's an easy one for me. So I, I laid it minus one forty hill inside the distance for a unit, and then I put hill with Buckley uh for two units plus one forty three. Wes, yeah, I don't have much to add here. Um, yeah, the being taking your your talents to John Cavanaugh is not the the best thing. Uh, the best decision you could probably make in your MMA career. Um, but yeah, I think this is just a great matchup for, uh, for Hill in, in this spot, man. Um, uh, like Sean said, Johnny Walker is just such a flawed fighter. Uh, I, I think he eventually lands something here. Um, I'll, um, uh, I'm looking at the inside the distance as well. It's getting kind of juicy. So maybe even Hill, uh, by, by TKL, but that's not saving you a whole lot, um, at this point. So I'll probably just lay it on. Inside the distance, and uh, I've already put Hill uh, in a parlay with uh, with the little Dukakis. So, uh, yeah, I like Hill quite a bit in this spot. Brad? Well, the good thing to know is that you don't have to worry about hitting a Hill sub-prop because idiot's too much of an idiot to tap, or he's in there with a ref that's too much of an idiot to see that he tapped. He, he tapped seven times. The ref just didn't. I'm so Didn't mad. understand what was happening. God, he see broken bones. I'll never forget him. Forget losing that fucking bet. That never. was amazing. Despite that, and despite the hate that I have for Hill for that, even though I it's did, not his fault, he tapped. I actually like him a lot. Uh, like he seems like a. Cool he does. Yeah, uh, I, I think that he's going to smash Johnny Walker here. Uh, I, I think we've seen him against decent fighters and he's looked pretty good and we've seen johnny walker against decent fighters and if he literally does not win on the first strike that he throws he loses um and i don't think that he's going to get jamal out of there with the uh the first strike that he throws and his name is not jamahal that's ridiculous. Jinder Mahal. No one would ever name There's their child. There's no way. There's no his, way. His name is Jamal. And if you want to hear Jamal. the true uh, Forrester Jamal. accent, you, you got to turn into the tune into Dan Tom's podcast. He sounds like Hank Hill saying Jamal Hill. Jamal. Lock the door oh, if you're going in. I like. I like Hill here. I don't think anyone's really ever been super big on Johnny Walker, but. What gave Johnny Walker excitement and a chance to win was how he was crazy. He was a fucking lunatic, and guys weren't used to it. And I think with Michael Pajara, it was I, I see them as 
they're similar but different. Like Behera, he was getting himself in trouble by doing stupid shit. Johnny Walker was winning fights by being that way. So I kind of saw that as kind of like a flipped scenario of what they were doing. And Johnny Walker does have some talent, but I think he just fucked up right now. I don't think he knows which way to turn or which way to go. And Jamal Hill is good. And Jamal Hill is going to beat, in my opinion, a huge chunk of guys in this division when the fight's on the feet. I think his striking is good. His power is good. He's improving that. I think to beat a guy like Jamal Hill is like you want to get this fight to the ground, and that's not going to happen in this fight. So you're going to be in a kickboxing match with Jamal Hill, and the guy's got big power. Um, his hand, he's he seems like he's getting better too. I know the Bear Jew thing, like that was fucking wild shit. Like <laughs> the Bear, like just you got to be a dumb motherfucker to play around in that guard and, and get down there. You got everything to get away from it. And, but man, Jamal Hill's still talented. Like I, I wasn't surprised he lost to Bear Jew, obviously. Um, but Jamal Hill's still good. I, I still have some faith in this guy. I think he's good in the feet, and I think it's going to be a big win for Jamal Hill. So I do think he gets a finish. I'll probably just throw him in a parlay here, and we'll see what happens. But, yeah, I, I really like Jamal Hill to get a, get a knockout in this fight. All right, well, that'll uh, that'll do it for this week. We really appreciate it. We kept this, you know, around an hour and a half. I actually enjoy doing the recaps and shooting the shit more than the breakdowns personally. Um, I'm not well, sure how it is. Especially on a, on cards like especially this. on a card like this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure how the fans feel about it. I know, you know, most MMA podcasts that you listen to, it's all about the breakdown, serious and technical breakdowns. We obviously don't do that. That's not really our way. We just try to have a good time. We're a bunch of guys that watch fights every weekend and, you know, bet on them. Luckily, MMA is really easy to win money on. Uh, <laughs> you don't really have to do much. All the tape study nerds, whatever. Um, it doesn't matter. Uh, but we really do appreciate you listening. We will be back next week uh, to break down fucking Bobby Green in the main event that's God and, and the, the undercard, like the, the rest of the cards, not good to go with you got, Bobby. You Green got the Robo cop. There's a few good. Yeah. I mean, Saruki and versus Alvarez is fucking great. That's yep. good. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Hobo cop. But I mean, that card sucks. I like Terrence McKinney. He's fun, but this card is just a giant pile of shit. I mean, the co-main <laughs> to Bobby Green is a Serkinoff Terman fight. Like three chick fights on this. Oh, <laughs> that is gonna be a banger. That is just not, not good. Vegas, Vegas card gonna be great though. Vegas card is gonna be great. Yeah, That card's getting good, Wes. We're gonna tear blondies up in their unlimited Bud Light. I remember one time I went there and like you pay like forty bucks to see the pay per view and it's unlimited Bud Light, and I ended up spending forty dollars on beer. Yeah. I ended up buying white Russian. <laughs> Well, that, that's how you, just, went. you end up just like standing at the urinal and they bring you another Bud Light so it can go out as quickly as it comes yeah, in. Yeah. Just throw it right in. It's draining. Tap the ice. <laughs> that place isn't too bad. I've, I've watched probably three or four pay-per-views here. They have like beer pong tables and pretty. they have a huge screen they put up uh, for the fight. So it's not so, – and it's in the PH. So it's, I, the rock bar was the best because the rock bar was yeah. like right next to the sports book and it was actually yeah. like nice. Mm-hmm. So, Barry lent me fifty bucks to go uh, make a bet after I lost a bunch of shit. Run, run, run to the sports book and run back. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, we'll be back next week. We'll still break down the Bobby Green main event. Fucking everyone wants to fight. Um, okay. Well, thank you guys, and we'll see you next week.